not live. So, all right, my friends, welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. And hopefully you know me, I am Paulette Ristini. I am your transformational lifestyle coach, your magic maker and movement motivator. (laughs) (laughs) And I love bringing you uh, movers and shakers and magic makers um, from uh, with these beautiful interviews I get to do with people from all over the world, which is great. I'm in my fifth year of doing this, which is fabulous. And the people I've been able to introduce to you has just been phenomenal. And I love that. I love networking. I love sharing these great people with you. And it could be someone that you need in your life. I love that. And so today I get to bring you Susan Renee Gibson is here from Ohio. And hi, Susan. Hello. Hello. So good to be with you. (laughs) Oh, it's good to see you again. I just got to see her a couple weeks ago in Ohio. And uh, we've known each other for seven years six five about six years about six years Um, yes and so I'm loving that I get to have her on the show with us today and she also has a new book out see if you can see it it's right behind her (laughs) there she's got another one (laughs) the anxiety (laughs) solution so she is also a healer and energy worker and a coach and um susan i'd love you to just tell people more of what you're about yes thank you so uh, i started out as an energy healer about 13 years ago i had some changes in my life i had gotten to a point in my marriage where I knew that if I was to stay, my soul would die. That is how I felt. And Mm -hmm. so I started making some changes. I started looking at my life and really looking at why was I so miserable? Um, I was at a point where I'd numb myself to the point where I didn't know if I loved anyone. I didn't Mm -hmm. love myself. I wasn't sure I even loved my children. That's how numb I was. And so I started doing my work and I realized that so much of the angst and the pain in my life went back to being raped when I was 16 and again when I was 18 and Mm. not dealing with it. Mm -hmm. I think like most survivors who come through something like that, it's like, well, it's done. It's over with. I'm here. I'm not a victim. I'm moving on. And then we take that experience and uh, I say we kind of box it up and we take that box and we put it on a shelf never to be looked at again and we move forward but that still exists in every cell of our being Mm -hmm. and it's something that we have to go back and look at and that's actually how I got into energy healing I got about as far as I could with a book that I was reading and from there didn't know where to go And my friend said, why don't you go see my friend, Jen? She's an energy healer. And I said, I don't know what the hell that is or if I believe in it. (laughs) (laughs) But I had an amazing experience and that really started me on my journey. Love that. Wow. We all, we always have to ask for help. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Because you don't know what you don't know and someone else does 
And I truly believe that if you've gone through things and you've you've come through them, come out the other side of it, if you're not reaching your hand back and helping someone else who might be going through mm-hmm. the same thing, mm-hmm. then it's kind of been a waste. You learned for yourself how to fix that or how to heal that, but um, how much richer is it when you can help someone else do the same thing? Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, giving back and sharing and being present, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's really lovely. And so then you started doing energy work yourself on yourself, and then you went to school and yes, got certified. Yes, uh, I actually got my bachelor of science in Brennan Healing Science. Went to school for four years. And what what's the what's the at the Barbara Brennan School of Healing? Oh, Brennan. Yeah. Yep. Yes, and so. did healing touch and Reiki and. You, you learn something from everything how, that you do. How cool is that? I want to go. <laughs> I just want to go. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. And to get a, to get a degree in that is really cool too. Yes. I'm glad that they are recognizing energy work. Yes. Well, so it's very, it's recognized in Florida but if I were to take that degree to say the University of Cincinnati and say, oh, look, I have a bachelor's in this, they'd be like, yeah, no, we got to start from scratch. <laughs> well, some people recognize it. <laughs> it wow. makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and I mean, it, it's all self-education. Yes. Right. And which is. So it's such a big word these days. And I love that too, because you don't always have to go to school, you know, like an accredited university or whatever. You don't always have to do that. You just educate yourself with the tools you need, the tools you want, the tools that are going to either help you or give you tools so you can help others. Absolutely. And uh, because I've gone to all kinds of schools myself, too. (laughs) (laughs) I have all kinds of degrees. (laughs) I think I even have a degree in wine. (laughs) I might be in on that with you. (laughs) (laughs) I did do that. I did that at Ohio State University. Um, And let's see, what else do I have? I have a makeup certificate from doing makeup when I lived in New York City. I was a, uh, a stylist and an agent for models and a photographer and then wow. associate's degree. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't go reeling off my certificates, but, but <laughs> the point is that you're never, there's never enough to learn. I mean, there's so much to learn. What I'm trying to say that learning should continue on for life because there is so many beautiful things out there and things to help you become a better person, a better human, a better worker, you know, or to enhance your job, to help you with your clients and the, the art that you create or whatever. So tell me about this beautiful thing. Ah, yes. So when I first started uh, working as an energy healer, I really focused uh, on helping women who've been sexually assaulted because I, that's what I went through, mm-hmm. right? That's what I was healing from. But absolutely no one K-12 
came to me saying, hey, you know what? I was raped back, you know, in my younger years. Um, and that's really just coming up for me. I need to heal that. Not a single soul. But what they did come in and say to me is, I have anxiety. I have depression. Mm. It's a very innocuous thing to say. And there's not as much judgment around that. So what is underneath the anxiety? Mm. There is always a root cause to it. And I, I, the what I talk about in the book is anxiety you know, we, we take ownership of this. We say, I have anxiety. But the truth is, you're ungrounded if you have anxiety. Mm-hmm. You have pulled the energy up away from the earth because it doesn't feel safe to be here for some reason. So why is that? Mm. That's the root cause. But we have to start with getting you regrounded to finding safety so that you can look at some of these other things that perhaps you've put in the box and put on the shelf that you haven't wanted to look at, haven't uh, even maybe thought that it could be the reason uh, or an underlying reason for your anxiety. I also tell people that anxiety is a disease of too muchness, (laughs) too much going on in your life, too many feelings that haven't been acknowledged, too much stuff that you mm-hmm. have to take care of. Oh, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Mm, and I know you've taken care of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So finding space for yourself mm. in so your beautiful. own life. And so how long were you wanting to write this book? Sorry, I had to cough there. Uh, I have been toying with the idea, thinking about writing a book for the last 12 or 13 years. And was this that book? No. (laughs) (laughs) Been there too. (laughs) No, I I think I still have that book in me and that Mm. book is going to come out. Um, You know, the, the, the book, The Anxiety Solution, the tagline to it is a guide for sensitive people who can't keep doing it all. So whether you call yourself an, uh, a sensitive person, you know, if you've been told all your life you're too sensitive or stop being so sensitive, um, another word for that is empath. Mm-hmm. Feel a lot. Um, the book that I really want to write next is um, how, to, how to navigate life as an empath. Because as an empath, you tend to bring in some pretty toxic people into your life. Mm. Because the direct opposite of an empath is a narcissist. And you know how we tend to gravitate towards, you know, the exact opposite to bring healing into our life with something. And that narcissist also tends to, you know, we tend to have one of those in our lives from from our childhood, from growing up, whether it's one of our parents Mm. or a sibling. And so we constantly recreate that relationship with the subconscious idea of healing that original one. Hmm. There's a lot of deep stuff going on in this conversation. I know. (laughs) 
it's good. It's just like, oh, I got to think about that now. <laughs> right, people? Sit down and think about this stuff, you know? Yes. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I want to know yes. what Susan, the woman, does for herself. Because mm. I love talking about self-care. Now, we talk about helping others. So how do you take care of yourself so you can help the others? Yes. So I, you know, I do the wonderful things like massage um, because I know I store things in my body. I know as an empath, it's very easy to do that, to hold things in. And so I make sure that I get a massage at least once a month, preferably every other week to help physically remove some of that, allow space for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a Pilates fiend these days. <laughs> oh, now, see, didn't you just get certified in something with Pilates too? Uh, no, I just had my hundredth, my hundredth visit. Wow! So yes, yeah, no, not certified with that. I'm not just certified, just obsessed. <laughs> I'm just obsessed. <laughs> Love it. Why? Why? Tell me why. It's really about making space. Right. So um, doing Pilates, it makes a lot of space in my feet because I'm on my feet consistently. And so my feet hurt all the time. Mm -hmm. But moving, you know, what you don't move rusts and I, I don't want to rust. So I'm, <laughs> I want to keep moving. <laughs> I don't want you to rust either. <laughs> it's OK to rest. Not rust. Yes, not rust. <laughs> rest, not rust. That could be a bumper sticker. <laughs> Yes. So that, that movement uh, keeps me feeling um, mobile and happy. Mm. Uh, and strong. And, and strong. Oh, I am getting so strong. Oh, I bet. Wow. A hundred so bodies. Dang. Yes. Yes. And, and I love funk music. So anytime I can put funk music on at home and dance around my house, <laughs> I'm a happy girl. I'm coming over to your house. <laughs> That's so great. Who's your favorite? Can you name it? Can you name a favorite band? Uh, oh gosh. Um, all the stuff from when I was a teenager, like seventies, seventies, eighties. Absolutely. Like, like the Commodores, Funkadelic, Average Wind Fire, Wind yeah. Fire. Yeah, all of it. Mm, love it. And then you get down into the soul. Oh, you know it. Oh, I was cooking the other day for a, a party. I was I was um, catering a party and I had to cook for a couple hours and I had old 70s soul music on. Mm. Talk about dancing around while I was cooking. That, that's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you get done cooking while you're listening to things that you love. And it's like, wow, I got that all done. I can't believe I finished yeah. all that. When did I do that? And singing and surprisingly remembering all the lyrics from songs you haven't heard for 30 years, 40 years. Yes, absolutely. Isn't that, isn't that a hoot? It's a hoot. Okay. All right. So what else do you do? You, you love funk music. You do Pilates. Yeah. You get a massage. I listen to good podcasts. Mm. You know, I learn, I read. Mm. Those are um, 
you know, a, a day without learning something new, it doesn't happen. Mm. I always want to expand and grow and learn more things that I don't know. I think the more I learn, the more I realize I really don't know anything. <laughs> There's so much more out there. So uh, I, I love to learn and, and, you know, doing my work. Like, why did I react that way? You know, what came up for me there? Mm. Just constantly questioning, you know, what's underneath that? Becoming a better person. And then, of course, spending time with my grandkids. Mm. My poor sons, they think I never mentioned them. But, you know, when you get to this point, it's about the grandkids. Forget the sons. <laughs> They're amazing, too. So how many, how many kids do you have? I have two sons. Uh, and then uh, two stepsons and uh, three grandsons and Ooh. a granddaughter oh, okay. that's There's on the way. Feminine energy coming in. It's coming in. <laughs> it's coming in finally. You've got to hold down the fort there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a lot of masculine energy well, it around sure me. It sure is. <laughs> um, oh, I was just going to ask you something. So... Oh, so, I mean, being that this is called heart and hustle, obviously the heart is you're doing the work that you love and you're living the life that you love. Yes. Right. And we talked about this a little bit, you know, as we've aged, uh, we are more in sync with how we want to live. I think anyway, how we want to live, how we want to design our days, our work days. So I'm curious, how many work hours do you put in every week? Or does it vary? Uh, it, it really varies. Um, I think I've, you know, I'm probably 40 hours, whether I'm, you know, working with clients or doing social media or uh, reading something that's going to help advance me uh, or teach me something more along the lines of what I'm doing. But I try to, I try, I try to when, when my husband comes home or shortly thereafter from work to, to turn it off and, mm -hmm. and to be really present to be and able so you're to work, do you're life. Working, you work from home. I, I work well, if I don't have clients, I will work from home. So right now I'm, I'm at home. I don't have any clients today. Uh, but if I'm, I have an office that I go to oh, if okay. I'm seeing clients. Great. Great. Yes. So, cause I know people are always so interested in learning how to build their business or mm -hmm. to expand their business. And you know, how, how have you grown your business? Um, cause you work for yourself, obviously. Right. Yes. And so what are some of the just really briefly and quickly, what are some of the best tools that you use for your business? Canva. Oh my God, <laughs> do you love Canva? Jeez, I don't know what I'd do without that. I love Canva. I love creating on Canva. Um, Acuity, um, scheduling. Oh, scheduling, that's what I use. Right, yeah. uh, Basecamp. Mm, Keep four. track of things. Keep Keeping track of things that um, that I need to do. Um, uh, Trello. I mm -hmm. keep a lot of boards on Trello, 
where I have all the information of, about my branding that I can easily access and then share with other people that I'm working with if I, I'm, I'm doing something with, um, say, I'm working on my new website right now. So having all of that information there to be able to easily share it with him and um, hmm. I've been working a little bit financially with Airtable. Hmm. So I'm finding that interesting. Yeah, yeah a interesting. lot easier. I, I don't like Quicken. I just don't. And yeah, I've not had a good financial way of doing things. Um, and, and so Airtable is something hmm. I'm really having fun with. Okay. So well, I'll have to look that up. I've been using... Well, I used QuickBooks for years, years and years and years. And then, of course, they took it away. They make you pay monthly. And then they make you pay monthly. Uh, and then I am started to use Wave. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody okay. else out there has used Wave. Um, and I'm not, uh, I'm not loving it, but it's fairly simple. But I'm, I'm, I am not a bookkeeper. I'm not either. And I've decided that this is the year that I'm going to hire one. I'm going to hire well, someone to do that for me. Good, good. I love it. I love delegating. You guys out there listening to this, too. it's really important. In fact, I was talking to my client the other day and I, I didn't talk her into it, but she came around to the decision that she needed to hire a housekeeper. Mm. It's not her thing. And when you can spend your time doing stuff you love more that's going to feed your business or feed you and let someone else do that thing that feeds them absolutely right? um and the same thing with i've had a, a payroll person for years i've had a tax person for years i've never done my own taxes because it's way too complicated oh my god my business is ridiculous but <laughs> in a great way in a great way um but yeah it's just bookkeeping not my thing. Yep. I and love I, the money. I love yes. the money. I love the money coming in. I love the money going out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Someone else, you know, take care of that for me. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the thing that I tend to forget about, like the paying the taxes every month, sales tax. Well, you I, know, it just, I, I just, just I forget. Speaking of that, though, I think this is just, I don't want to get into a money talk really, but. For those of you out there with small businesses, it's so important. If I took for years, someone would say, well, how much does your business make? And I'm like, I don't know. I know it's over six figures, but I, I couldn't tell you what it was. And they're like, what? I'm like, I know. Bad. Bad me. Because you should stay connected with your money. It's an energy thing, right? Absolutely. You don't want to put it on a shelf with that other stuff <laughs> that Amen. you were talking about. <laughs> so it really is. And I, I don't know if you find this with any of your clients, but I find so many women afraid to ask for the money that they're worth, you know, mm -hmm. with their services or with their classes. And it's like, I am so here to tell you that you better be asking for some more money. I used to do custom window treatments for a living and that was me. I did not like asking for the money. So I would, I would bring in the window treatments and all the tools that I needed to hang those curtains. And then I would take that bill 
and I just put it on the table and hope that they saw that I put it there. Oh, and I know I was. <laughs> I wasn't asking for it. Oh man, right? I've so gotten now over that. <laughs> it's time for us women to stand up and and you know, make the money that we deserve and ask for the money that we deserve. I mean, think about how much money you invest in yourself. Yes. Oh my God. I have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in all my trainings, right? Yes. So I get, I get really passionate about that, <laughs> especially when they say, Oh, I don't think I'm going to ask for anything. I think I'll let, I'll give away this class for free. And I'm like, mm -hmm. Not on my watch. Ooh, no, no. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's difference. There's differences, right? I get, I do free master classes online and stuff because there's reasons for that, and there's reasons I want to give back to the community. There's reasons of sure. raising awareness. There's reasons of uh, gaining new clients. I mean, you know, but um, yeah. But you want an even exchange of energy. There, see, talk, talk Always. to us about that. Well. I, Look, I, th I think we're all trying to find balance in our life, mm. but you have to look at all the different ways in your life where you are out of balance. And if you have, in general, an imbalance of giving and receiving, mm. if you're always giving, 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 and then you're not receiving, you're going to get completely out of balance. Um, you're going to deplete yourself. You're not going to have anything left to give. And then your body is going to have to get sick so that you have time to receive. Wow. Did you all hear that? We should have a poster of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That's too big for a bumper sticker, but it could be a poster. <laughs> nice. It's so good. That's yeah. really great, Susan. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I love it. I love it. Okay. So. So the heart of your business and what's been hard? What's been the hustle for you? Uh, right if now, the thing, one. yeah, the thing that is, is hard for me is I think the space that I'm in. Mm. So I, I love the space that I'm in. Um, I'm in a massage therapy um, uh, business called Zenden Healing Studio. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it the space isn't big enough. You know, I'm always talking about needing more space, finding space for yourself. And yet my space is smaller than I would like. Mm. And uh, I think I'm closing in on a point where I want my own space. I want not within someone else's business, but my own space where I can uh, do workshops and mm. have, a, have events and it be all of my energy in it instead of a little bit of everybody else's. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Let's, let's envision that for you. Yes. <sighs> I've already asked God. I've been, I've already been feeling that this move is coming. And so uh, I don't want to be the person to have to go out and find it. I just want it to come to me. So I just, I've already had that conversation with God that it just, it needs to just show up. Show up. For me. Yes. Perfect. Love it. Love it. Ask yes. and you shall receive. There you go. <laughs> as long as you're taking action. Yes. The thing that I wrote about the other day is like, you can dream till you're, you know, the cows come home, but if you don't do anything about it, if you don't take some sort of action, it is just not going to miraculously appear. 
Yes. Well, that's what makes intention. Intention. Yeah. If you're raising that energy and you're believing in yourself and you're thinking about these things and you're detailing it out and you're doing the work around it, then yes, that space is going to come to you. I totally see that. I feel it. (laughs) I'm excited for you. That would be Thank beautiful. You. I had, I well, I've had several offices and I had a dance studio for eight years and eight years and oh, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. So good. All right, honey. Well, anything else you want to share with us real quick? Oh gosh, I don't know what else to share with you. This is on Amazon. I'll give you all the links, everything that she has uh, so that you can connect with Susan. And if you need some energy healing work, you want to talk with her about some things that you need. You're ready to let go of, ready to build yes. onto. <laughs> yes, so I'm, I'm here to help. I have clients all over the world. You don't have to be in Cincinnati to, to work with me. Energy is a beautiful thing. You just connect into it. You, mm-hmm. you don't have to be there in person. Love that. Love that. Well, thank yes. you for sharing your time with me today and for sharing. Oh, thank you so much. It's good to see you again. Always good to see we you. Got, we got things cooking, I can tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you guys watch out for that. <laughs> and thank you everyone out there in heart and hustle land. Thank you for sharing time with us as well. Share us with people you think might need to hear this conversation, who would enjoy these conversations with heart and hustle. Um, please subscribe, leave reviews if you'd love what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, just then you don't need to leave anything. But, <laughs> uh, but I'm so glad you're here. And I'm so glad that you are all sharing these journeys, not only with me, but with all the people I get to share with you. So until we meet again, many blessings. Love you. <laughs>